Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Stephanie Driver from Broad Street Hockey, joined by Mark Parkinson from Matchsticks and Gasoline, the SB Nation Calgary Flames affiliate. Thank you, Mark, for joining me. Thank you for having us, Stephanie. We appreciate it. So I want to jump right in. You guys run won the Yaramir Yager sweepstakes. Tell me about that. We did, and I'll, I will freely admit I was one of those people that was kind of on the fence, hemming and hawing back and forth. I'm like, you know, should you give an old guy like Yager a shot or – you bring a new kid up and let you know let a younger guy get some experience but outside of the uh lower body injury he's played really well uh he settled in on that third line which is kind of weird thinking you've got an nhl or the hockey hall of famer you know down the line playing on a third line but um yeah. he settled in really well and the chemistry now that mark jankowski is up with that line is it's out of this world they play really well and for, for an older guy he really knows how to use his body he is so strong he's not as fast as he used to be but he's still a big guy, <laughs> which is amazing to see him get in like the corners or just hold guys off coming into the zone with the puck. It's actually pretty cool to see. Yeah. I, 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 when the whole thing was going on, I didn't necessarily want him back with the Flyers, but I also didn't not want him back with the Flyers just because yeah. in the one year that he was here, he taught our, our now veterans so much. And, and it, he definitely leaves an impact on every team that he plays with. So I'm a little bit jealous. Well, I think that's what you're seeing right now at that line. Uh, like Jankowski's got three goals in his last two games. He's really playing well. He was the other night against uh, St. Louis. I think he was 10 for 14 at the faceoff dot. So like that third line's playing well. Bennett's always been slow and he's still incredibly slow, like starting. He's very streaky, but he's doing other things on the ice. So that, that little third line is actually, it's a pleasant surprise because the rest of Calgary's bottom six is horrible. Well, that nice. brings us really seamlessly into my, my next question. So we don't get to see a lot of Calgary hockey here in Philadelphia. Tell yeah. me about how the season's been going so far. It's up and down. And I will say, other than them starting to put some pucks in the net the last three or four games, minus the nightmare in Detroit on um, Wednesday night, uh, it's been the Mike Smith show. Uh, Smith has really carried this Flames team. And you could see it when they didn't have him the other night. I mean, Eddie Lack didn't have a great game, but, you know, he didn't have a lot of help out in front of him, you know, also. But, um, yeah, it's been Mike Smith. I mean, the Flames are 10-8, and eight, and if Mike Smith's not here, I don't know how many wins the Flames have. Um, the top line of Johnny Gaudreau, Sean Monaghan, and Michael Ferland has really started to crank it up now, so they're getting scoring out of that line. Um, the, the 3M line, as it's called in Calgary, Michael Backlund, uh, Michael Forleek, and Matthew Kachuk are quietly having a very good season. They're not carrying the burden like they did last year where, you know, Goudreau was, you know, a little bit off for missing training camp and Monaghan struggled a little bit, but that top line, all of a sudden, I mean, Furlan's got five goals in five games. You know, the guy who used to be on the fourth line who used to drop the gloves and throw punches is now scoring goals. And he's showing that speed that he has and great shot. And Johnny Goudreau, I mean, he's just, he's Johnny Goudreau. You know, he's just fantastic. We know all about him over here. Yes, you do. <laughs> He is from South Jersey, and we still wait for him to come home. Do you think that that's, that's at all a possibility? No. And we'll leave it now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's I, how I think, too. I don't think, that, I don't think it's a possibility. In the foreseeable future, I really hope not. I mean, maybe down the line if something goes wonky in Calgary, you know, but I just, 
the idea of not seeing number 13 skating out there with the flames and, you know, starting the rush is just, it's, I, I don't want to think about it. It's sad. I don't, want, I don't want to think about it. We're, we're enjoying it too much. And, you know, you guys, South Jersey, I, we're just outside of Boston. So I used to watch him when he was at BC, you know, yeah. so it's kind of cool to see that transition as it goes up. And he's just, he's something else. Yeah. He really, I mean, he had an, he had an, he had an off year last year, but um, he's just, the other night in Detroit, he was the only guy, one of the few guys out on the ice that was down six to two, seven to two that was still trying to play hockey. Yeah. So. yeah he, he's a pretty special player. He is. So tell me a little bit about what we should expect on Saturday. So we're recording this early. Is there any any player that maybe we don't know as well as Yarmir Yager, Johnny Goudreau, um, that we should look out for? I would probably go with a guy like Michael Furlan. Um, Furlan's kind of, he, last year was kind of his, his coming out party, if you will, like people are like, wow, like I can skate, he can shoot. And, you know, people who are really, really into the flames have always seen a guy who played like that. But for a while he was the muscle down on the fourth line. He was the guy, all right, we need some energy to go get a fight, you know, or something like that. And you started to see it when they moved him up late in the season last year to play with Gaudreau and Monaghan. That, I mean, everybody's going to look good playing with Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan, but also Berlin's starting to generate his own offense too, which is nice to see. So I think Berlin's a guy you can watch out for because he's a guy who can skate, he can hit, uh, he can score. And if they need somebody to drop the gloves, he's one of those guys that can do that. Um, defensively, I'm really impressed so far with Brett Kulak this season. He, I mean, other than the fact that he got jumped the other night in Detroit, um, he's played really well for a, for a bottom defensive pairing where you're not expecting a lot of them. He's the bottom pairing of Kulak and Stone in that game, I believe they were the only defensive pair on the plus side. Um, you know, so it's, I, I like what I've seen out of Kulak so far. You know, he's been a nice surprise. So a guy like him, a guy like Michael Furlan. I mean, this, like you said, there's your obvious ones. There's Goudreau, there's Monaghan, there's Mark Giordano, you know, Dougie, those guys. But I'd, uh, look at Furlan and Kulak. I, and obviously, if Smith is apparently ready to go, I guess, uh, Wes Gilbertson at the Calgary Sun was reporting today that um, he did skate this afternoon. And so it looks like Mike Smith is ready to go back in that, which is a very good thing for the Flames. For you guys, not so much. Yeah, exactly. for Maybe not for you guys, but we'll see. <laughs> Are there any flyers that you're you're particularly looking forward to seeing or dreading facing? I, I'd like to ask you guys, like you guys, what's Brian Elliott been like for you guys? Well, <laughs> Brian Elliott terrifies me. Just his style yeah. is really scary for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's been he's been really good yeah. since November started. I think I think he's got a nine two five save percentage. Like he's he's yeah. been doing pretty well. I, Elliot was the one guy was that was interested to see because last year in Calgary it was it was feast or famine for a while with him. It was he started the season and it was horrible. Yeah. And then Chad Johnson got hot and then Johnson got cold and then Elliot took off and then the playoffs came and we're like wow everybody forgot how to play goalie. So I was in, I'm interested to see like what your you know expectations or reception of Brian Elliot has been so far. Yeah, so I mean, he's been he's been our number one goalie. I think that he's he's going to hold on to that throughout the season. But yep. just his style is scary for me. <laughs> it, is, it is. Yeah, it's he's it's very it's all or nothing. It works. Yeah, it does. And when it, yeah, when it, when it works, it works, and when it doesn't, it really doesn't work. It as really we noticed does. last year, <laughs> we've so, only uh, had you got, like one or two of those games though, so it hasn't yeah. been that. Well, that's good. You know, it's, I think it's also too, you know, what you got playing in front of you also helps too, you know, like I'll flip it back to Calgary. I mean, Mike Smith, when they brought in Smith in the off season, I'm like, wow, Calgary's going with Smith and lack. Oh boy. Well, we just, you know, that's a year down, but if maybe Mike Smith wasn't the problem with the coyotes. Maybe the coyotes were the problem with Mike Smith. Cause he's been 
I mean, he may have to play 70 games this year, which is crazy to even think about, you know. So, but I mean, yeah. you guys have, so um, what is it? Uh, Gudis had a, he's got a phone call. I'm assuming he's expecting from the oh, league. Will he be a, in person? In person. Yeah. So we got, so I'm assuming he, will he be playing Saturday? Mike or is he, is he is probably not. Yeah. Um, I don't, I actually don't know when the hearing is and I should know that, but I don't. Um, my, my guess is probably not. There's probably a link yeah. coming. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I was just watching the highlights, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's not good." <laughs> you know? yeah. But on the flip side, we got Matthew Kachuk waiting on a phone call from the NHL too. So you know. <laughs> oh, is he? He's getting a phone call. Yeah, he he gave uh, he gave somebody. Oh, was it a Wiskowski? I'm going to screw his name up five times, and I try to say it. Um, Luke Wiskowski from Detroit. As he was coming off the ice last night, he uh, the other night after the the brawl. Yep. Kachuk gave him a little tap on the back of the leg, which is what brought him back out onto the ice and got him his 10 mm-hmm. and tossed. But yeah. so Kachuk's got to have, you know, he's a slight repeat offender in the league's eyes. So I'm kind of hoping it's maybe just a slap on the wrist or a fine. Cause if you watch what he did, it, I don't think it warrants any kind of suspension, but yeah. So we got one of those phone call meeting things going on as well. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Good times. I so, like, yeah, I so, like, yeah, I think Elliot was my, uh, Elliot, I think was my big concern, not my concern, but my big question to see, you know, how, how that was working out for you guys down there. So, but I'm mean, yeah. glad he's working out for you. He seems like a nice enough guy, you know? So you don't want to see guys fail when they leave, unless they go to Edmonton, you know, you don't want to see them fail. So it's, you know, it's good that he's working out down there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be going, going okay. And, and, you know, my, we've got Michael Neuvert as our backup and he yeah. just can't stay healthy. So it's, it's good yeah. that we've got Brian Elliott who appears to be yeah. just owning, owning the net for now. Good for you guys. Good. As long as he Excellent. doesn't own so it on what, Saturday. What, kind of game, what was that? Long as he doesn't own it on Saturday, we'll be fine. I don't. I don't know who's going to start it. It actually might yeah. be Michael Neuvert, just because yeah. he, it's been it's been a while since he had a game. Well, that actually works out well for you guys because Calgary makes backups look like Vesna Trophy winners. So it's they've had like they've had the worst time with guys like with who can't win, who's you know goals against his mid fives and you know save percentages like in the low eights, and Calgary just can't score. So maybe you know this might work out well for you. <laughs> Same with Philadelphia. We gave the Arizona Coyotes their first win of the season just because we were feeling generous. Well, you know, someone's got to do it, right? <laughs> what kind of game are you expecting on, on Saturday? What are you expecting to see from these two clubs? I, the way the Flames have been playing with, well, I said that out, the way the Flames have been playing lately, I think a, a little bit of open hockey, you know, open ice, a little faster game. Um, you know, I don't I, Goals are so hard to predict, you know, it could be two to one and it could be, you know, flying up and down the ice. It could be five to four, you know, and, and wide open. But the way Calgary's been playing lately, the way Gaudreau's been moving the puck up the ice, the same thing with the Yager, Bennett, Jankowski line. I, I'd expect a fast paced game from the flame side. I mean, I don't know, like, you know, whenever I think flyers, you know, I it was a kid. I grew up in the early 80s. I think of the, the big tough flyers, you know, the slow grind it and, you know, beat the snot out of you while you're out there. But also the, the game isn't really played that way anymore. So I'd, you know. And Calgary struggled in Philadelphia, you know, so it's, I don't expect this to be a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination for the Flames coming into Philly. And we had a piece the other day about how, you know, we were like, it's a, the one o'clock game Eastern time, but for the people out in Calgary, that's an 11 a.m. game. And we're like, they don't play a lot of early games. They've got seven of those games this season where their games local time in Calgary go between 11 and two. And in the last five years, Calgary's four, seven and one in early games. They like matinees are just not, not their thing. So. Oh. Who knows? Interesting. Yeah. So, but maybe it'll be their time. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe sure, they can I'm slip sure a matinee maybe, in. 
I'm sure it, it feels to me like it'll just be a fast paced, yeah. high uh, event type of game. Yeah. And that's kind of the game Calgary plays. Calgary doesn't have a real bruiser type hockey player. They're more of a, I mean, like I said, Furlan's their fighter. Troy Brower all of a sudden is the guy who just likes to fight because he can't do anything else. So I guess he might as well do something and, you know, contribute. So, so Brower's been struggling. So he's kind of like acting as the enforcer. And Calgary doesn't have a real big tough guy like that anymore now that Derek Anglin's in Las Vegas or Vegas, sorry. So, um, you know, I think. You know, it, that style game, the faster, you know, wide open, you know, push the puck up type game works more toward the Flames' favor. Excellent. Mark, thank you Especially so much for joining me. Tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on, on Twitter at mparknews14, maybe. Um, they can find us also at uh, matchsticks.cjy on Twitter. They can find us at matchsticksandgasoline.com, and we're on Facebook, too, as Matchsticks and Gasoline. So... You can find us all there and get all of our uh, pro Johnny hockey coverage. And ooh, we got bad backup goaltending. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me again. Matt Parkinson from Matchsticks and Gasoline. Thanks. Thank you, Stephanie. Take care. Hey guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season. Man, the 2018 season was... Well, it was interesting anyway, and the upcoming offseason looks to be even more interesting. So if you want to stay up to date on all things Phillies this offseason, subscribe to the Good Fight podcast feed and get my podcast, Hitting Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. And you'll get bonus podcasts every time big news is made with the team. Seriously, if you want to stay up to date on everything revolving around your favorite baseball team as they return to contention, make sure you are subscribed to the Good Fight podcast feed.